0: Oh my God, are you there? I'm here. Praise Jehovah Jahara. <laughs> my name is Shaka Khan. Good evening. I'd
1: like to say a, sing a song for my friend Aretha.
0: Whew. If
1: you're ever wondering. Okay, I'm
0: done. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of On the Rocks with Ash and Kiki. I'm Kiki.
1: You're Kiki? Oh, okay. I'm Aretha Franklin.
0: You're supposed to be Ash. What the fuck? We are not that (laughs) podcast. Goodbye. Oh my god! So this is how we're starting off. I don't want to do this. I'm good. Okay. Go ahead. If I didn't know we were having code names, I would have said hmm, who would I have been? You are
1: uh, Portia Williams. No. Meanie Leakes?
0: No. Another housewife <laughs> we don't have time let's go because <laughs> I'm, so I'm always in the shade room first alright <laughs> you're just hilarious wow that's an insult but um that's not in here nor there <laughs> any who's except you have edges
1: okay let's go Back
0: up. What, what has happened like we haven't recorded in what three weeks we went on a
1: three-week sabbatical because we had a hurricane that never came. hmm You and I have seen each other countless times in person. That is true. And um,
0: life, been, man. Life has drinking, been happening. We've just been drinking Charleston and Columbia dry. That is true. Is your cash app working?
1: Ooh, girl. Let me squeeze these lines with both my fingers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it a skinny margarita?
1: Stop it. You're not like margarita. Stop it. We're gonna be oh, all got
0: back there. <laughs> y'all, I helped
1: Ashley bartend a wedding and it was an oh! eye-opening experience for me. And I love and have a new respect for Ashley.
0: That's Aww. all I'm gonna say. God bless you, baby. God bless you. Okay, <laughs> so do you have any shout-outs?
1: Um, I have a thirst shout-out. Oh
0: <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> after I did that i just like to shout out number 87 of the Kansas City Chiefs Mr. Travis Kelsey oh. um, you are the flyest white man I've ever laid eyes on your girlfriend is also black bad and beautiful she's a bad bitch and your fate is always on point I don't know who your barber is in Kansas City <sighs> but um, if y'all interested in looking at his fine asses, Instagram is at Killa K I L L A Trav T R A V. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say. That would be his Instagram name. He is so fine, my Jesus.
0: He is a good-looking man. He a looker. That is. He's a, a looker. That is furniture. Ooh, I said it. We applaud furniture, honey. Yeah, furniture. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's my third shout out. Okay.
0: Go ahead. Um, uh, my one shout out, because I don't need Nikki <laughs> shading me this week. Um, my shout out goes to Alice Woodhurst and the amazing team at Elegant Bridals in Augusta. I'll probably get into it a little bit later, but you know, I had a attack of conscience about my reception look and I called Alice and within forty five minutes. She literally found a dress that was the idea I wanted, the price point I wanted, and found a seamstress for me in Columbia who could make the proper alterations to it and not break my bank. So needless to say, I'm very, very thankful to the lovely ladies at Elegant Bridals in Augusta. Y'all the best.
1: Augusta where? Because everybody not know where we
0: are. Really? We <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. For our eight <laughs> followers who apparently aren't from South Carolina. Ugh, but <laughs> Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia. We're worldwide. We international. Oh, well, technically we are because our lovely girl Yulani is in Bermuda listening to us. So. Hi, girl. Even though she and I went to school together, I still count it as an international listen. Alright, come through. Been around the world that yeah, yeah. Push through. All right, all the positivity is gone. I believe. Yeah, let's stop with that. Yeah. So, I'm I'm gonna give you some choices.
1: you oh,
0: want do you want to <laughs> talk about prison looks? The first meal being Jello, or Versace.
1: Let I'll take Versace for five hundred, Alex.
0: Okay, so Versace. Versace. So apparently, not apparently, but Michael Kors <laughs> has acquired Versace for I want to say it was 1.5 billion? Two billion. Okay, two billion. Yeah, and um apparently people are in the uproar about it. Now people. I chose I chose this because you're our resident fashionista and I am a country bumpkin tomboy. So I don't really understand the outrage. Okay, I will touch on the outrage.
1: Because Michael Kors is a gazillionaire and his brand has been deemed ghetto by our own people, I guess these same people who cannot afford Versace otherwise are afraid that now you can buy Versace at TJ Maxx, and that will not be the case. He is just going to open up more uh, brick-and-mortar stores for Versace. Um, and then Donatella Versace did go on Instagram, and she said, although she sad she had to sell it, it's still going to be a high-end brand, and it's still going to be very exclusive. So it's still not going to be available to everybody, um, like mass marketing, like the, mass, oh. the masses. So gotcha. that's number one. Number two is it is a big deal for an American designer to purchase an Italian fashion brand. Okay. U S designers just don't do that. We're kind of seen as second rate as compared to the, the Paris fashion houses and the other international fashion houses. So he's trying to stake his claim and put his stamp on America by um, purchasing this company. And I mean, it's Versace it's legendary so shout out to michael kors um y'all will not be able to buy versace at tj maxx and even if it that does happen within the next 10 to 20 years so what i mean
0: why can't we enjoy
1: the finer things in life what's the big deal
0: this sounds reminiscent of the current argument or the recent argument black twitter is having about why santorini is overcrowded. I just feel like a situation of one day people decide that oh this isn't cool anymore because too many too many people have gotten hold to it, and all of a sudden it was good enough for your sloppy ass, but now that Riri up the street then got some access to it, it's played out. It's overhyped.
1: But the irony that. is the Migos kind of put Versace on mainstream like rap. They did. And Donatella paid them dust. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. rap culture has taken over Versace. And the second thing is we support these Instagram brands like Fashion Nova, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is now available to men. And there was an outcry about that. So I feel like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. When we try to ban these brands, someone is always going to have something negative to say. And none of y'all are really certified to discuss this. I'm speaking as someone with a retail minor from the University of South Carolina
0: that's it though okay next topic oh god pick it <laughs> are we talking about jello pudding sure we can talk about that Well, we can um, talk about how y'all have been acting the plum fucking fool who's y'all well not y'all but, um, <laughs> the, the what, what can I call it Because I honestly don't believe anyone who was involved in that foolishness listens to our show so y'all cousins because I'm pretty sure we all got a cousin I have a cousin who's like but Bill Cosby you know he was back by MVC and it's just like oh my god I want y'all to let that hurt go
1: Um, Bill Cosby is going to jail for what 3 to 10 years state prison <laughs> Yes, his but... ass mood thought he was going on house arrest so I'm <laughs> happy for that um, aside from the negative conversation surrounding it, it's a win for victims. so I'm glad it happened. It needs to happen to a lot more other people in the entertainment industry.
0: It does. R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I really pray that, like, that's happening within the next six months. Like, I need that to happen. I
1: think with Bill Cosby going to prison, I think it's on the way.
0: Okay.
1: So, um, but yeah, I mean, and he, that was just one of the cases that he went to jail for among those accusers that came forward so shout out to the victims for coming forward they started something it took a while but change did happen even though we Mm -hmm. had all the hang ups of the mistrial Um, Bill I'll see you later you're a thug now you know pull up your pants Mm you know those thugs the same people who are defending them are the same people he was talking about and um, I don't I think it was Sinbad I was watching an interview once, and someone said that Martin Lawrence stated that Bill Cosby thought his show was trash, and that it painted blacks in light. And he tried to get Martin's show canceled and taken off the air.
0: Oh well, he tried to stop a bag like someone else, we know.
1: Girl, he tried. Ooh, stop it. He tried to stop a bag of other black comedians. And Eddie Murphy always said that um, he looked down on his stand-up. Mm-hmm. and that he wouldn't mentor him so Eddie then had to turn it like Red Fox and Richard Pryor right. so um, Bill you'll be fine boy
0: <laughs> boy bye I just really don't understand like I think and perhaps I learned this lesson earlier in life so this is just something where my moral development kicked in in the third phase where most people only get the phase two mm-hmm. but I just feel like it comes. you come to a place in your life where you realize you have to pick your battles and you have to say, is this the hill that I want to die on? Y'all dying on the hill for Bill Cosby is absurd to me. I think people just say stuff for the
1: internet, but if you were sitting in front of your supervisor or your coworkers, you wouldn't have that same energy or your mothers or your sisters or your daughters. This is true. But then I also have to realize that some people are just fucking stupid. And they really mean what they say.
0: So. ciao. I just. I just. I don't. I I just don't. And like. And we'll get into it with this next quick thing we're going to go over. But I feel like y'all need to understand. People are watching y'all. We talk mm-hmm. about how your daughters and your sisters are watching y'all, but also the younger men in your lives are watching you. They're watching how you dismiss both men and women who are sexual assault victims. Where They're watching how you make excuses, and they're just really watching y'all dehumanize people. And speaking of dehumanizing people, um, what the fuck is wrong with Lindsey Graham? Like, uh, oh my god! Why he, is he? This- he's he's, he's not- been on some bullshit for the past twenty years now. Yeah, Uh yeah. What the fuck is always wrong with Lindsey Graham? That's a better question.
1: But it's I'm ready like- for him to get the fuck out of Dodge, and he needs to meet his maker. And I said, "What the fuck?" I said, "I'm sick of his Oof. shit. Oof. I'm sick Oof. of him. I'm sick Oof. of your shit, Lindsey Graham. Oof. Fuck you." Gay, gay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I get because like I. I watched maybe 10 minutes of Dr. Christine Blasey testimony and I immediately got sick to my stomach. Like it was Of course it's a brutal reminder that Anita Hill taught y'all fucking nothing. That's that's first and foremost. Um but like the fact that they couldn't even I feel like if you say to yourself, "Hmm, it will look really wrong if we question this woman like this because we're men. Let's hire someone who's a woman to ask these brutal and abrasive questions. I feel like the common sense thing would have been to say, How about we not ask these fucking questions? They're insensitive.
1: Now In the you're being far too general. Common sense?
0: <laughs> common sense ain't so common. Up there? Girl,
1: bye.
0: <laughs> if you came looking for a fair fight you came to the wrong town like does anything we do in November affect can we get him out or like is he just stuck there are we stuck with him until he crooks I have this
1: conversation with some white friends recently and they are all on board that he he's gonna be there for a hot minute (sighs) sis is not going anywhere but hopefully you guys go out and register to vote and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> fuck you, break have
0: not. All I can say is the jokes write themselves at this point about how women are supposed to be so much more emotional. But meanwhile, somebody. You niggas are pussy. pussy. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all. Getting up there
1: and screaming and shit. What the fuck is wrong with Over you? Beer. You aren't the victim.
0: I love beer. You shouldn't have been 18 loving beer, but that's neither here nor there. Anywho, on to greener pastures. What else I have written down in my (laughs) iOS notepad? Press. (laughs) Um, are we going to talk about how Kanye has even gone further off the deep end, or are we going to enforce a moratorium on him?
1: Um, I've never heard of that. Who Who is he? Um, let's (laughs) He's well, <laughs> husband. Oh no, I don't know that nigga.
0: Oh, okay. So it's a no.
1: It it's a no for me, dog. There's nothing more I can say about Kanye.
0: Okay. I'll see
1: you on the other side.
0: I'll see you at the crossroads. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Is <laughs> your cash not working? Okay. Oh my god. I miss my uncle Charles, y'all. Stop okay. it. I'm done. That was the scariest fucking video ever. But anyways, so let's talk about one of our problematic faves who today was just a problematic day for her. Our the good sister <laughs> surrendered herself to the New York Police Department for um violent and shit. Yeah. First <laughs> of all, can we talk about how she fucking ate like that look can we talk about last week in Paris Fashion Week, Cardi? Who is styling yes. Cardi now? Because like the levels I in which she, know. Is, the levels in which she is on our necks. Like here's my thing, y'all can take y'all sides in the Nicki Minaj and Cardi Beef however y'all want to. That ain't none of my black ass business. But we are not gonna sit here and act like Cardi B has not been fucking eaten with these looks. She has been eating and making money in Paris. Mm-hmm.
1: Paris, it almost you makes me forget that she's. It almost makes me forget that she's married to that tree stump back in Atlanta. He
0: really looks off.
1: Awesome. He really does look like Groot. Okay, I said it. Paris, I mean Paris, Cardi, please get off her next. Like that, that look with the hat and the flowing dress last week.
0: Her global that citizens thigh? look. With that long blonde flowy weave. Because you know that's how long weave is supposed to look, not wispy. You're not supposed to be able to see when are y'all gonna learn that y'all not supposed we're not supposed to be able to see through y'all bundles, like because people get cheap when they get those long bundles. They're like, I only need one or two. No, you need a smooth four,
1: okay? And I just want to say (laughs) y'all are saying that Cardi wouldn't be invited to passion week. Because she was so ghetto and fighting,
0: mm-hmm. so in front of the white
1: on people. the runway,
0: in front of all those good white people, the good
1: the the icon party where there were no icons. Shout Ooh, out to Naomi Campbell, bruh,
0: Naomi. I was not expecting I was like, "Damn, Naomi,
1: that's <laughs> how you really." Huh? But I just felt. But what happened hilarious. today in New York? Huh? What happened today in New York? Did huh? she beat her charges?
0: No, she surrendered. She got charged. Charged. Oh, Oh. she Um, did that shit. Let me make sure I read this right because you know we ain't got no money here on the rocks, so (laughs) y'all, I don't need y'all coming to us with no defamation of character or
1: no problems, big
0: fella. Zero problems. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Let's see. Cardi, 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 Cardi. Where is she at? Well,
1: was she charged with ordering the attack on the two bartenders or for actually attacking?
0: She was charged with
1: ordering the attack. Okay. I know that much.
0: Because technically she never actually made contact with the young lady. Okay. Oh young lady. Ladies. 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 Uh, Ladies, 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 ladies. Um, oh, see, they've got all these fabulous pictures of her but like, there's no actual where's E! News at? Okay, yeah Cardi <laughs> B surrenders to New York police over strip club fight she is hit, she's getting hit with a charge for, and she okay, so it's only two misdemeanors, so it's reckless endangerment and disorderly conduct okay yeah Y'all made me think that she was going down for assault and battery. Misdemeanor, we can technically get misdemeanors up out of here. And they're not even, I don't want to say they're not that bad. But when you think about it, reckless endangerment and disorderly conduct. Disorderly
1: conduct, like, everybody got that in college. No No lie. Um, as long as she's not stopping her own back. Carry on, Cardi. Yeah. You should who you are plenty of time, so it's nothing more I can say about
0: that. Yeah. Cause like my thing is, yeah, um I, I I don't agree with that because for me, it's only so much foolishness that a man can make me do before I say to myself, Hmm, I look kinda crazy. Cardi apparently has not gotten to that point yet. And that's none of my business. It's none of my business. It's none of my business. But what I will say is I want her to I, I really wish this was a teaching moment for her, but I feel like it ain't taught her shit.
1: Yeah, and especially with it being two misdemeanors. Yeah. She good.
0: Yeah, if, and if if she got offset lawyer, she gonna beat them charges. <laughs> Apparently, Her lawyer is a Jew. I beat all the charges. I need you, <laughs> Jew. But yeah, um, Cardi girl, don't don't make us free JT you. Like, stay your ass out of these fucking situations. I don't care how about that life you are. You can't continue to be about that life. Or you need to calm down. Cause I'd hate to be that person, but sis, you got a kid now.
1: You've got a child and a husband that fucks everybody else. Like, just have an open marriage.
0: I wasn't going to acknowledge him. Child, you got a kid. Fuck. (laughs) You got a husband. Fuck that husband. A
1: husband.
0: Husband. Anyway. who's but yes. And so you said we can't talk about that nigga. You have. I mean, if you want to talk about him, go ahead. I actually didn't but I could I was grasping for straws with pop culture because I was scouring the internet and I was like there's nothing on here that I would like to talk about.
1: So you don't think it's appropriate that Drake has been texting a 14 year old girl?
0: Oh okay so Now nigga That wasn't in my notes Drake sir (laughs) I'm I'm gonna say it like this when I first heard it, and then I think of, like, context of who we're talking about in a celebrity realm, which does, in my opinion, doesn't really operate on normal thinking. I feel like she probably thought, oh, you know, I'm a celebrity and he's a celebrity and he's nice to me and blah, 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 but the reality is I don't care, like, if it's quote-unquote innocent. The fact that you did that not thinking about how easily that could go left, that's a problem. Like, that exhibits an absence, once again, absence and common sense.
1: I have no doubt that they're going to be fucking as soon as she turns 18.
0: Oh, my God, I'm going to be sick.
1: I said it. Drake, that is highly inappropriate. And um, as somebody who's studying for the LSAT, please delete your text messages. <laughs> please send her a cease and desist mentioning your name, that you got texted text in the context of these texts, just stop it. It's nasty. Mm. Please don't make me cancel you. Please. You are a grown man. She is a child. Let's just stop.
0: That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. Him and Meek are friends again, so. Who? Oh. Did you want to talk about Cat Williams? Um... There's so much with that. I wasn't really sure if we could make that a topic because that shit is... I just want to... Like, it's just been... The, it's every
1: week. It's days of our lives. I just want to shout out Kevin Hart for reading Cat Williams for Filth. Mm-hmm. Basically saying that he has never uplifted any other comedian and brought them to his table to help them eat. And you know what, Kevin Hart? I haven't been seeing it for you lately, but you know what? That is actually very true. So, um, yeah, shout out to Tiffany Haddish, her, and Kevin Hart. Their movie was number one, I think,
0: this past weekend, Night School. Apparently, it's opening for a comedy. So, shout out to both of them. Yeah. Um, I particularly liked what Kevin Hart said because we often hear this narrative of black women getting attacked by or women but particularly black women getting attacked by other men particularly black men and a black woman can say all day stop fucking attacking me what you're saying is incorrect it's not fucking right and it's downright cruel but if go unnoticed what really kind of <laughs> cements that it's fucked up shit is when another black man says no, sir. Let me call you to the carpet. You're saying something that's not right, and I got facts and receipts and invoices to tell you why it's not right. So I respect the Kevin Hart for saying this person has not done anything to harm you. This person is literally in her lane. Mind well, recently learned how to mind her business. In those yes, days. very um, well. Moved on minding her damn business and yeah. keeping her mouth shut but yeah um it's just I really appreciated him not only defending Tiffany but saying that this whole cause Cat Williams in this whole you know I started this and I did that that's wonderful what did you do to keep it nothing what did you do to cultivate it and nurture it and make it feel like you appreciated what the fuck you had clearly nothing I don't care if you own all of your stuff that's nice is that benefiting to you having a more plentiful bag than these other cop co- comedians that you were talking shit about? I don't think so. The only bag he has
1: is full of cocaine. Oh, my God. Pure cocaine.
0: Pure Speaking cocaine. Speaking of comedians, shout
1: out to Lil Rel. I didn't realize he had a show on Fox with Jess Hilarious I love Finbad. it so much. I love it. I need it.
0: to watch it. It looks so fucking funny. I've he, I've heard really good things about it. I don't know why I haven't started it yet, but I've heard really good things about it. And I heard Just Hilarious is actually very good in it. And, and see, I think that, it's produced by the Carmichael
1: dude, Gerard Carmichael. Gerard Carmichael.
0: Carmichael. And I feel like that's the example of what Kevin Hart was talking about. Gerard Carmichael has been in this game for a minute as a comedic writer. He got put on with the Carmichael show. Of course, he bought... David Allen Greer, who was already a veteran in the game, but he brought in Lil Rel. Lil Rel now has ascended to a place where he was able to say, "Okay, let me help someone else up." And it's that, thats how you do it. That is how.
1: That's how you cultivate the culture. <laughs> oh, the culture.
0: Were there any other
1: topics that you wanted to hit on?
0: I really didn't. I'm I'm slowly moving away from like. Discussing pop culture, I don't know what it is, but like, I remember at one point, my first thing I used to do would be to like wake up in the morning and go check shade room. Like, I remember that, and now it's just like, that's toxic, girl. Yeah, but now it's just I don't really pick up. I I don't I don't dial into stuff like I notice it, but I don't really get involved to the point where I have. I'm able to formulate an opinion about it. um you know That is, that's gross. That's gross. I'm trying to figure out where I was, where someone, at, like when the Nicki Minaj and Cardi B thing first started, there was, I was somewhere and the girl's like, Team Nicki or Team Cardi? And I was like, What? <laughs> and she was like, Team Nicki, Team Cardi? And I was like, Are we talking music? Or are we talking the current state of affairs? Because I don't really know what's happening. And then I made a quick little trip to my good sis Google. And I found out what was going on. And I was like, well, it would appear that this there's a protagonist and there's an antagonist. I'm real with the protagonist. And it was just like, oh my god, I can't believe that team Nick. And I was like, okay, I'm checking out of this conversation now.
1: Speaking of music, I want to say shout out to Lil Wayne for finally releasing the Carter 5.
0: Have you listened to it yet?
1: Yes, I have. What are your thoughts? It takes me back to my days at USC when he would have his little mixtapes come out in the summer. It's classic Wayne. It's the Wayne that we've been missing. Okay. I'm glad that he was able to settle all that shit with Birdman so he could get his damn music. Um, It's not spectacular. It's not earth-changing. It's just classical Wayne. It's it's his bread and butter and what he does best.
0: I haven't listened to it yet. Um, Jamar and I both made an active decision that we were going to wait until the buzz died down around it? I didn't even see Buzz.
1: I just saw that it was out. Uh,
0: um, yeah. He has
1: a song with Regine on there and she sounds very decent. I was surprised to hear that that was her. Oh, um, no. He does have a song with XXX expired that I just had to skip past because I was like, who is this crooning on this track? And really? I clicked my phone back and it said, X. I was like, oh no, no, no. I don't play with the They're devils.
0: really trying to make Fetch happen with that dead man and I want them to stop.
1: I also want to say shout out to Travis Scott. I listen to Astral World. Astral World is so fucking good. And Travis Scott, I fuck with you. I fuck with your aesthetic. I fuck with your music. You are truly unique. I just hate that you're clumped into this fucking
0: family, but his music fucking goes hard. His his music is always good. Um birds in the I still bump birds in the trap sing Brian McKnight. I like it Brian McKnight. (laughs) I like it. Like it's just it's, I love his ad libs. Like, they're just so animated. Yeah. And he sings. Yeah. <laughs> Auto tune heavy, but you know, it's fine. He, he, uh, I used to get him confused with 21
1: Savage. I used to think they were the same person. So I was like, who are these devil worshiping people? But then once I watched some of his videos, I was like, you know what? I can fuck with him. The future is in safe hands.
0: <laughs> the future is in safe
1: hands. Because right now, the person who is his idol that he learned from and studied under, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. His, I guess, would be brother-in-law if he ever married Kylie, but, you know, Uh, that is
0: what that is. Shoot, based on what I saw last night, I don't think that's going to be brother-in-law much longer, but you ain't heard that from me.
1: So, if Connie goes to Chicago and Kim isn't going to follow them, how are
0: her children going to, you know
1: work at the new refined Donda house. They're
0: not, because, you know, bitches be talking a whole lot of shit. Mm, okay.
1: Interesting.
0: I just feel <laughs> like, I read the State or Status today, it talked about how um, Kim Kim used to wake up two hours before Reggie Bush and warm his towels and, like, put his toothpaste on his toothbrush for him. But, In the most recent episode of the Kardashians, they got into a fight about Band-Aids, and he got mad at her because she wouldn't give him the right Band-Aid. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, oh, wow. Miss Submissive has finally found something, perhaps, that she's not ready to submit to. Maybe she was in the sunken place. And now she's coming out. I ain't gonna lie. i give it another year, maybe, year and a half.
1: I re- I'll be very surprised if they ever get divorced because when she got pregnant before they got married, we were like, oh, Lord, not Kanye. I think she is determined to make that marriage work. And I mean, if he divorce if they get a divorce, I mean, how's he
0: going to pay his bills? That is very true. She gave way to some of his controlling habits and I feel like now that I think about it, it's either it's going to take forever for her to divorce him Or they'll be separated and do the whole, we love each other, we just need time, and blah, blah. But the controllingness of his personality is starting to become highly publicized by her. And I feel like now that the cat's out of the bag where she said it, I think there might be a shift. However...
1: That shit was cute at first.
0: However, I don't want no part to that because I just... It's like really t- it's too much trolling, point blank period, and I can no longer handle it. Like it's repeated. you married a narcissist, so I mean it's repeated slaps in the face. That's the best way I can say it. Fucking, I sewed positivity into a maga hat. What the fuck? But you have on a sweatshirt. Okay. Shout out to Lana Del Rey, though your fave.
1: Nothing but respect for my president. Tell me. Elizabeth Woolridge Grant
0: <laughs> Tell me I'm your national anthem
1: Her no. album doesn't come out until 2019 and I'll be waiting
0: That should be our theme song
1: Red, white. I mean, that's already my
0: national anthem in the first place <laughs> <so>. <laughs> My national anthem is Nuck If You Book, so there's that Alright Are we going into TV talk? Go into it, girl so marital to Medicine is on like episode four now, and it's been interesting. That's the nice best um... way to put it. <laughs> um, it I don't wanna say it's been all over the place, but like it hasn't been what I thought it would be, if that makes sense. It's, um I I don't know who's gonna be the fire starter because like every episode there are like six Arguments and I can't keep up. <laughs> I cannot. Y'all are too old for this. That that that. I don't want to be ages, but that is exactly. I it. said
1: it. I'll be ageist. I'll do it. Y'all are too damn old for this.
0: I was trying to be PC, but here we are. Um, Mariah and Heavenly still not getting along.
1: Um, they never will. Why don't they just accept
0: that? Um. Apparently, I want to say Mariah and Quad are. They're not as bad as they were, but they're still nowhere near where they were for season one. Um, Toya and Contessa have basically completely dissolved, but quite frankly, that was all Toya's fault. So in a way, I don't blame Contessa for how she has had to talk to her a certain way. And uh, yeah, Dr. Simone's still loud. Oh, God. She... (laughs) Now I was um listening to Not Safe for Work podcast with Deja and Kirsten. And Deja says she thinks that during the time they started filming that Qua was online because she was like she was just really on edge, on edge. <laughs> and I, ever since she said it, I haven't been able to unsee it because I think about all the people that I've been in contact with who are members of Black Greek Letter Organizations. And I think back to the times when they were in their process and, like, they looked gloomy, you know, they were snippy. Matter of fact, they barely talked at all. And if they did, most people around them were like, why you been ghost? They were just like, you you know I can't answer that. What the fuck is wrong with you? But I found it weird that they kept saying, Quad's not being a good friend to us because she's not letting us in. But, you know, she's I know she's a good friend because she's been there for me when I want to run my mouth. And I felt like they don't seem to understand that people process trauma in different ways. Like, okay, you said she was there for you when you went through your issue. But you're mad because she won't open up about her issues. Everybody is not an open book. And no offense, I'd be extremely embarrassed if the whole world found out that I was fucking a nigga with a Vienna sausage. I'm just saying. And I was taking. He looks
1: like a turtle and that he cheated on me.
0: Am I not turtly enough for the turtle club? Stop it. Turtle, turtle. But yeah, like just the embarrassment on top of the embarrassment and then constantly having to hear. And then not even 30 seconds after she's like, I, I, she apologized and was like, I'm sorry for making y'all feel like I just pick y'all up and put y'all down and I don't want to deal with y'all. And she was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like if I am truthful and tell you how I feel, you're gonna judge me. Not even 30 seconds after she gets that out, Heavenly's like, well, why are you there? And why are you doing this? And why are you doing that? And I'm like, I feel like we just had this conversation where she explained she wanted to say how she was feeling and why she was dealing with things the way she was. And she wanted to say it without fear of being ridiculed. Men men, men now understand men now understand why Heavenly and Simone think that things have to be their way.
1: Because they're birds. Birds! Birds of a feather. Do you have any quick Real
0: Housewives of Atlanta? tea? the trailer dropped today. I was about to go there. Um, so I'm assuming you haven't. I'm assuming you haven't seen or you're not keeping up with it, so you don't know what's going on with Contessa and Toya. Um, I know that.
1: I mean, to be honest, I really don't care.
0: But I know that Toya got drunk
1: and was talking shit about Contessa, and her husband told her, and that Contessa confronted her, and she was like, "I don't have anything to say to you." so I mean it's classic Toya I just don't really care
0: word Toya you have proven time and time (laughs) again that you are a bird
1: like and that shit turns me off because I'm very direct and if I have an issue with you I'm gonna come to you I'd rather you tell me as opposed to tell everybody else except for me about me but I digress she's a bird
0: I just want her to stop over exaggerating her birdness. Like, you don't already prove you was a bird. You don't have to keep reminding us. And that's that. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta trailer has dropped today. In news, we officially know <laughs> we officially now know that Portia is preggers. Good for her. And she's also engaged. I just realized all oh, that shit dropped the day we were recording. Interesting. But good for her. I mean, in the day the trailer dropped. Mhm. I just think it's good. Like I'm not in the business of wishing awful things for people. I'm in for her oh. to have gone through a very. <laughs> Say what? I said, "Well, who usually is?" Hm. Cool, I guess it's kept. But um I know she went through a really bad Rough go of it when she had her miscarriage when she was with Cordell, and I feel like she miscarried for other reasons, but you know, we're not gonna talk about that. Ooh, the tea, honey, uh, uh, abuse. I just want to note that Andy is going to be super
1: shady and highlight everything that's going on with Portia's pregnancy just to piss off Kenya. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Kenya hit her marriage and then she became pregnant, and Andy paid her dust so now we will be seeing every and shout out to Portia for finally getting a storyline. This will now be her storyline because the past three seasons, she's just been aimlessly disrespected and walking around this cast and I'm just like, girl, why are you here? They're not seeing it for you, but hopefully with the new baby, it'll bring a new energy. <laughs> and, um, um, You will actually have a storyline. So Congratulations.
0: Um, Cynthia's got a new boyfriend who she got set up with him by Steve Harvey so that should tell you everything you need to know about oh that. Oh my god that is going to go perfectly. And she was like I think we'll be married soon and I was just like wait what? But she did she... have the
1: fastest divorce in history I will say.
0: True and once again I'm not trying to be ageist. perhaps at that age when you just know you know <laughs> and you don't want to waste no time. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. Wow. I'm just saying he might Martin he might Martin her. Damn, Cynthia, I'm proposing to you. You trap me. Are you happy now? <laughs> what a fuck boy. Like <laughs> every time I see the episode, I wanna fight for Gina. Like I want Gina <laughs> to To like throw Nina left. She did. I still want her to put hands on him. That warranted physical assault. I'm kidding. (laughs) I do not condone physical violence. Yeah, I'm gonna follow up. Um, Nene and Greg are going through it because Greg has been diagnosed with cancer, which really fucking sucks. I wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah. Um, Eva, what are your thoughts about Eva getting a peach because there's a lot of controversy surrounding that what are you thinking I don't think there's anything wrong with
1: Eva getting a peach I just think since we haven't seen her on TV in a while people have forgotten that she can show up and show out and be very extra
0: mm-hmm. and she is
1: mm-hmm. Eva the diva mm-hmm. I've heard some back- mm-hmm. backstage stuff about her time on America's Next Top Model so she's really going to show y'all her ass this season and yeah. um, I can't wait you know, oh, she, she wants it. to be an actress, honey.
0: The last show she was on was a show on, B- matter of fact, because she was on that show with Neo's wife and her. Never heard of her. Be- oh, you know, the Hawaiian. Hawaiian silky. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I remember on that show, she came very close to Molly whopping the fuck out of her. Because she talked her crazy, and I was like, Oh, Eva the Diva ain't playing with y'all. Eva's what do y'all
1: so, I, I am don't... interested to see her and Marlo get into it.
0: Yeah, I want to know how, how, how did that happen? Marlo's probably
1: jealous it. because she's getting married, you know. A Marlo lot of claims she doesn't paying... want domestication, but she gets mad at people who are domesticated.
0: That's it's reminiscent mm-hmm. of a lot of people I know. Ooh. But no, I'll save that for my on that. Note. Ooh. <laughs> just saying, I did um,
1: say, um, what else? Who else is on there? Uh Ronnie DeVoe's wife. Hmm. I think she's gonna be the one that you probably will give Donkey of the season to.
0: That's Ooh. all I'm gonna
1: say. She seems Ooh. like a sweet girl, but again, some of these people just want to be on TV. People. Mm-hmm. Her
0: twins um, are beautiful, though. Yeah, she has cute little voice, and I always, I've always, i always loved Ronnie DeVoe. He's always been one of my favorite new edition people, so um, I'm worried that this show might make me hate him, because I've heard that this season, the men, or the hubbies, or BFs, the significant others, I've heard they're on some Peter shit this season.
1: That doesn't surprise me because this show, this franchise has gotten so dry, so they're grasping at straws. Yeah. I more than likely Um, will not be watching. I'll probably watch the first episode and then I'll fall off like I did last
0: season. Oh my God, what the fuck are we going to have to talk about?
1: (laughs) Then it'll be all you, girl. You're going to have your own TV section. I'll be talking about how to get away with murder. Oh. It came back this week. So I have to weebs. start watching that because. Girl, Viola's weaves were flawless. New West is fine. Laurel still ain't shit. And Michaela is also not shit. Oh, Michaela, I love her though. She tried to text Marcus from Scandal and he paid her dust. He said, um, I can't talk to you right now. Ooh. She tried to text him and say that she wanted a relationship and he paid her dust. So shout out to Marcus wherever he is, him and Melly.
0: Damn, Michaela girl.
1: She played yourself.
0: <laughs> Damn,
1: girl. But The Mystery looks really good this season. What is The Mystery? Um, so Connor and Oliver are actually going to get married. Oh, good for them. So, a couple of murders take place at their wedding reception, and somebody is trying to kidnap um Wes's baby.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, um, Bonnie, of course, she Bonnie has a lot of bodies on her. She's going to be killing somebody at the wedding. It's a lot going on, girl.
0: Bonnie, the B in Bonnie stands for body, bro, because, like, <laughs> homegirl is just cutthroat. Oh, Paris Geller. Who would have ever <laughs> would have ever And um, then,
1: um, Annalise, as always, is amazing. Shout out to Viola Davis. Frank is fine again. Thank God. Is he still psycho? Um, it hasn't come out yet. Um, he he doesn't see it for New West, and New West is probably character so far. So,
0: so I need yeah, I need to watch it because I'm like, who's New West and why is he the New West? Like, you know, because he's somebody's
1: long lost son.
0: Oh, well, there's that.
1: Yeah, girl. Next week Black Lightning comes back next Tuesday. Yes. I yes. I'm really fucking excited because Black Lightning was an amazing show, season 1 flawless.
0: I love Black Lightning. Um I love Nafessa Williams. She's gorgeous. She's so fucking fine. And like her Instagram, she fucking kills. Oh, I'd be thirsting. She <laughs> fucking kills. Um what was it? When is Riverdale coming back? Because I actually finished the second season of Riverdale. Riverdale comes back, I think, the third week in October. Okay. Oh, yeah. So can you explain to me what the tie is between... Because um, I know Sabrina is a part of the Archie comics. But mm-hmm. how does she tie in to Riverdale? Because I was wondering if there was, like, a backdoor pilot on the second season... But I don't know. Where to talk from. So when
1: they, like you said, they um they did a comic tie-in because they had the same distributors or publishers. Yeah, Ooh, I ran out of breath. Or publishers. So when they saw how successful Riverdale was, um, they were going to put Sabrina on the CW.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when um. Jughead, I think in season, the beginning of season two, he goes to the other side of town. Yeah, he goes to the south side. He goes to the south side. That was supposed to be a tie-in with the ghoulies and all of that. The ghoulies oh, yeah. are Sabrina's. Um, she mainly runs with the ghoulies, or she has some run-ins with them. She was supposed to appear on that. Okay. So, she would have came in through the south side, but I guess they decided to go with Netflix as a distributor, because Riverdale's ratings were
0: good, But season two,
1: they kind of dropped.
0: Yeah. And the thing about it is I felt like I actually remembered seeing footage that was supposed to tie in with her. They had already cast some people to play her and she
1: was going to make a cameo. But um, one of the writers just decided, let me go ahead and write, because one of the Riverdale writers is writing the Sabrina show. Let me just go ahead and write it as a separate complete show, money, 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 and shop it around. So now it's going to be on Netflix.
0: Money, money, money.
1: But in this universe, in this version of the comics, this edition, they both exist in the same universe. Okay. It's just, she's with the spooky shit. And yep. Riverdale
0: hasn't crossed that line yet. Yeah, because I noticed, like, the trailer for it. I was like, oh, shit, I'm fucking shook. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this ain't no ch- Pop's Chocolate Shop shit. Like. Oh, no, 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 no. We going. So I hope it.
1: I hope it's better than Riverdale. Cause I hope
0: I it... don't have nightmares. It looks like it's gonna be on some American horror story shit. Yeah, that's what I was like, oh. but I'm so intrigued by it. Because I I grew up with Sabrina the Teenage, which I loved it. So but oh, I know Friday nights. I acknowledged that it was on some cookie cutter shit. So for, oh, no, girl. for them to be doing this, I was like,
1: ooh. See, and if they played their cards right, they could have done a Josie and the Pussycat spinoff because Sabrina and Josie be running the streets together
0: i actually but... wondered why they didn't do that but we know why Well, <laughs> th- there's that <laughs> um the emmys were like what two weeks ago yes shout out to claire foy for winning that
1: um best lead emmy
0: girl for the crown
1: it's been long deserved
0: i'm so gonna miss her um I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure i'm not sure if i'm ready for season Season 2 is gonna be... I mean, season 3 is season coming three. out this year or next year.
1: It'll probably come out in December. You know, it usually comes out late. Oh, yeah. Oh, my
0: God. I'm not ready. Like... They're gonna
1: have new character. I mean, new actors. Yeah,
0: because they're jumping to, I want to say, like, the 70s, I think. This week, we're gonna see Diana, I believe. Fuck, yes! I stan an icon. <laughs> <laughs> I stand. Oh, my God. I'm just not ready, because... I love Claire Foy in that character and I love Vanessa Kirby. Hold up, stop everything. Michaela Cole has a wait, did you watch Chewing Gum?
1: Yes, season
0: one. She has a romantic comedy coming to Netflix. I'm so (laughs) excited. She's so fucking hilarious. She's literally one of my favorite people. Like, if I was to ever like have a story about my life written for like TV, Michaela Cole would be one of the writers for it. She needs to bring the girl who plays
1: her sister on Chewing Gum, because she's equally fucking hilarious She's oh, well. fucking hilarious. She
0: is funny. <laughs> Can you is tell my sister that I do not care? <laughs> she's, she's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Seeing any
1: movies? Huh?
0: Are you going to see any movies? What's coming out? Um,
1: Bradley Cooper... In El Gaga.
0: Oh yeah, I'm going to see that. Like,
1: that comes out this week, this Friday, I believe.
0: Oh my god! This, oh my god! It's, it is, it's fucking October. Holy.
1: Bradley god. Cooper. He looks so fine in that trailer.
0: Furniture. I know he's
1: supposed to look dirty and like a crackhead, but you know what? I would still smash.
0: He's antique furniture. Yes. We'd find him in a. we find him in a consignment shop, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden Aiden Shaw would probably.
1: Oh my god, I'm your booth
0: bitch. I just threw up a little bit. <laughs>
1: I'm your booth
0: bitch. Stop it. I'm gonna be a bitch. <laughs> worst fucking line in TV ever. Did you watch Napoli ever after?
1: No. Okay. I have an unpopular hot take. Oh, do tell. So Lathan is not a good actress, but that's just me. She really is it like she gets a lot of credit because she's fine and she is fine as
0: well. She gets credit because of who her fucking father or who her parents are. Let's yeah. just be real.
1: Yeah, but um just like y'all have, like to say that Michael Bay Jordan can't act, I don't think Sinal Lathan can act.
0: I don't think I don't it's not that I don't think Michael Bay Jordan can't act. I think that there are just some roles that what's the word? I don't think he gets into certain roles and he tries He tries to Gabrielle Union it. And Gabrielle Union can do that because she's fucking Gabrielle Union. But whatever. Um, But yeah. I've, me too. I've never really been a huge fan of Sonali. And every time I say I hate Love and Basketball, people look at me like I'm fucking insane. But Love and Basketball is one of the fucking worst movies ever. <laughs> um, remember Quincy was jobless and was engaged to Tyra Banks and go sit here and do some fucking double or nothing but and like you living off a WNBA salary let's be real for a second you y'all. Well, know Quincy's shit. daddy wasn't shit either his daddy wasn't shit it's just the best part about that movie is Regina Hall there's that
1: um Alfre Woodard too she told her off Oh yeah, she was a lot. You think I'm just this woman who ironed shirts?
0: <laughs> but yeah, Napoli ever after
1: was um eh. I heard I saw mixed reviews, but I think I'm over that whole I don't know.
0: I don't know. I love Lynn Whitfield. If yeah, people say Lynn Whitfield plays the same type of person, and that's fucking fine because she's so good at it. But she's Wait. a good actor. So Wait, there's... No, Lynn Whitfield <laughs> did not always play a mean person because she was such a sweetheart, and as Dorothea Garibaldi in the Cheetah Girls. That's all. Um, supportive mom. She was. She. I love. I stand. I love Lynn Whitfield. She's just beautiful beyond words. But um, her character was hilarious in that movie. Like I just. She kind of reminded me of my mom, in the sense that she thinks that certain pieces of self-worth are tied to materialistic or shallow things and that kind of reminded me of my mom a little bit but and then the guy who played her dad he was hilarious too but to the reality of it was I hated that so much of it about hair was tied to what a man thought but then in the end she didn't end up with a man so it was like, so which one is it? Is her hair not tied to these men who are controlling her life, or is it tied? Like I just, and like I said, it just really fucking sucked because who the fuck is out here on a two-year-long first date? Like the guy who she was dating before it's just yeah. Napoli After was enough for me. A lot of people loved it. Me myself, it was just, but all I want to say
1: is I saw a clip of the salon owner's daughter, the little yeah. girl? Mm-hmm. Why was her hair not
0: done? That was my question, because I was like, it'd be one thing if she would because I thought they were going <laughs> to say she was some random, like, vagrant off the street. You, if your daddy owns a salon, ma'am, I expect your hair to look like something.
1: That's all I have to say about that.
0: Because natural does not mean unkempt.
1: No, it does not, honey.
0: Snaps, snaps, snaps. Um, also on Netflix if y'all are looking for good documentaries go watch the Quincy Jones documentary it's amazing
1: is he saying more crazy shit about he, how he fucked an AC ventilator or I don't know what, what is he doing
0: oh my god no <laughs> no <laughs> That's so, no it's, it's really nice um, Rashida Jones <laughs> Rashida Jones did it so I'm pretty sure she wouldn't go let no crazy shit like that And they've been making Rashida Jones, Mm. yeah, his daughter.
1: Yeah, I know. I
0: was about to say, um, what
1: I have nothing to say about Mrs. Jones. Oh, but she just did, she just had a secret baby, so congrats to her.
0: Whoa, and on that note, we're gonna take a break and we'll come (laughs) back on that note.
1: On that note, we'll be right back.
0: And we're back. We're back. And we're clear. Yes. Clear. Do you want to go first with your on that note?
1: My on that note is dedicated to Julie Chen Moonves. You had a certain energy going on these past two weeks now that your husband has been outed as a sexual, allegedly, sexual assaulter, slash (laughs) harasser. And I usually I like to talk. I like Sharon Osborne, Osborne. I love Eve. I love Sarah Chalk. Um, I love Julie Chen. That other lady on the end, I forget her name, but she's the black comedian. Sorry, can't Cheryl remember. Cheryl Underwood. Is it Cheryl Underwood? Yes, yeah, Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood, I love you ever since you stopped taking off your weight in front of all these white people. I love I you.
0: I've loved her since she was the monkey bread lady Help you.
1: <laughs> love you, Cheryl. Now, Julie, when all this Me Too movement stuff happened, you were criticizing women who stood by their husbands, you were criticizing the abusers, alleged abusers, alleged sexual harassers. But when it came out that your husband, Mr. Les Moonvez, who is 282 years old, um, allegedly assaulted some people, you went mute, you took a little break from the talk, you popped up on Big Brother because nine people actually watched that. You decided for the first time in your career to sign off as Julie Chen Uh, Moonves. So that was cute for you. And then you decided not to return to the talk, not to face the music and record from the Big Brother studio and said that you were taking time to focus on your family and that you would no longer be on the talk. Now, ma'am, I don't know why you didn't just face the music. If you're going to stand by your man, stand by him. Um, you could have just came back on your show because he is what C- he was CEO of CBS. So I mean he got you the show. It was your show. I don't understand
0: why you had to go
1: do an Osama bin Laden type secret videotape and you know because that's
0: what you do when you guilty. Oh and oh,
1: that's what you okay. So Stand up in your truth, sis. You had all this energy for all these other wives, and you were criticizing them for what their husbands did. But when it came time to face the music about what your grandpa did—I'm sorry, your husband—girl, you decided to slink out the back door and make it about family. Make goodbye. Make a scene. I'm done. (laughs) Girl,
0: that's some. That's some shit. if I may say it so
1: eloquently
0: that's some shit. Allegedly. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, huh, huh, huh. But, What's um, your on that note? Uh, First off, since my on that note is about wedding stuff, I found that my <laughs> wedding planner did Marley Maul's wedding. Oh my gosh. Like, cause she tagged him and I was like, oh, what, which one of these hood rat Charleston niggas got Marley Maul as his Facebook name? No, it's the real Marley Maul. And it was beautiful. Legendary? It was legendary. (laughs) I don't big up her because she is the one playing my wedding, but I used to work for her. So I've seen the work she does. So I'm excited to see what she's going to do in just 31 days because... Oh, my God. Can I be transparent really quickly? Go ahead, sis. Wedding planning is fucking (laughs) something. um wedding planning is really rough and it teaches you a lot about yourself um kiki and i had this conversation what was that saturday
1: yes we were on the rooftop giving you white woman teas.
0: yes yeah, shout out to poor lovely great gowns beautiful gowns <laughs> lovely prosecco. it was delicious but um i was explaining to kiki that the thing about wedding planning for me has been it's made me sensitive to things that I was not once sensitive to because I didn't have to really, I don't want to say I didn't have to deal with it, but it just wasn't my current situation. I'm not used to having to depend on people. Yeah. Um, I'm not used to having to seek people out for a lot of stuff. I've always been a self-sufficient person. I get that from my mom. Um She says, you know, if you want to ask people for help, that's fine. However, get yourself to a place where you you can do it yourself. And, you know, if you have to ask for support on the back end, that's okay, too. But um, it was just weird, this dynamic where you come into this experience and it's, everyone's all oh, I'd love to do this for you, and I'd love to do that for you, and blah, 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 and then you get into it, and you start realizing that you have your expectations, and you have your reality, and for me, I've never really had to deal with people not doing what they said they would do, but wedding planning was what, like, really made me say, oh, shit, so y'all niggas really don't be doing what y'all say y'all will do. Like, y'all don't keep y'all and y'all cool with it. Oh, but it was that. But then also just it was a blow to my confidence. I'm not sure. And the thing about it is the first six months of wedding planning, matter of fact, maybe almost up until the, Jamar and I got engaged in June of last year. So up until April of this year, I think I was really focused on school. I was in the last part of my master's degree before I started clinicals and practicum. So I was really trying to finish my course load out strong. And I just had so much that was pulling me in that direction. And I've always been career driven. So I always said getting married is a bonus. My absolute priority right now is making sure that I make this degree my bitch. That's just been my thought on the whole process something happened in April where I realized oh, okay well technically the ripping and running up had to do for the past year with school that has calmed down so now you have time to kind of check in on things and see how things have been going and you know it's kind of a jarring reality when you find out what shit ain't got done like venues out here losing deposits and waiting six months to tell you <gasps> Um, companies out here fucking up your dad's and your man's and your, your man's friends' suits and shit, like, you know, <laughs> I could write, everyone keeps saying I'm going to laugh like shit in, like, years later when I think back of all the crazy stuff that's happened in this process. I'm not laughing right now because it was just, it just taught me that I've always said I can adapt But I think this was the first time I just wasn't able to bounce back from what happened. And I think it's been a lesson in acknowledging that sometimes you just can't face certain things. I don't think there's any shame in it. And if anything, I feel like the real loss is when you let it keep you at a certain low point but I just definitely felt like this past year and a half has been a lesson in me learning when to say okay I think I've had my limit like I cannot continue to let you put onto me something that is affecting me it has really taught me that I do have a limit and that trying to be Real not realistic, but try not and not easy going, but you know how you try and have a certain toughness about things, yeah, it taught me that there are some things that just there are some things that are going to just break through your boundaries and your walls, and you have to be prepared to recover from them um also protect your energy sis. yes, this has been a very big lesson in protecting your energy um. I cannot it sounds bad to say it out loud but this is this experience has taught me that there are some people that I just don't I I can't continue to give my energy to. Ooh. I cannot I cannot continue to put into something and not get an ROI. Ooh. And the thing about it is I was just having This conversation with one of my homegirls. And I told her, I said, you have put into the universe. You have poured into the universe. You have done, you've said your positive things. You have stood in the gap for your friends. You have labored for your village. You have done all of these things. You deserve to have someone do that for you. Because you've done it. So it's just like, as I told her, you put in, you put in, you put in. When are you going to get your ROI? And it's not when you get it, it's when do you realize you deserve to get your ROI. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, and just be more sensitive. Remember you were talking about how Marlo was, she was not for domestication. Mm -hmm. I want y'all to understand that. And there are some people who are really tasteful about it when they say it. If some, if you ask someone who's planning a wedding how it's going and they are upfront and honest with you about how it's going, this is not your invitation to unpack why you don't think weddings are important and why you don't understand the concept of marriage. This is not the time. Know your audience. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot say how many people... Would ask me or Jamar stuff about the wedding, and then feel the need to be like, "Well, you know, that's why I don't do so and so, or that's why I don't believe in this." And it's just like, I thought you asked about me. Well, if they don't believe in it, they won't be at your wedding, right? Ooh! Oh, that's none of my business. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I didn't realize how body conscious it would make me. That was very strange for me. I've never had issues with body image. And yeah, this has been the first time that I've been like, I don't feel pretty. I don't think I like the way my photograph looks. I don't like my weight. I don't like how my face looks. I don't like my hair. Like, it's just, it's a bracing reality check. And it really does do a number on you. So, I'm glad to say, as of tomorrow, we'll be thirty days away from it being. Woo-hoo! I plan on being drunk, bent over in a corner with champagne in one hand and bourbon in another hand. I already said I'm only
1: having one drink at your wedding because I'm afraid
0: i really I really want you to stop like. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel your reception is going to be very late. If you need an Uber, we have discount codes with Uber and Lyft. Um, and the push come to shove, I know somebody will let you on that VIP shuttle back to the hotel. Like, Wow, okay. I am nice. just I don't want nobody holding back at my wedding. That's the whole fucking point <laughs> of it being adults only.
1: Thank you for being transparent and being honest about your wedding planning because let Instagram tell it. Or Facebook or Twitter, um, it's the easiest thing in the world to plan a wedding.
0: So yeah, I have been. You don't
1: have any residual um, issues after the fact.
0: Yeah, like it, it's just simple, you it's know, peaches and cream, girl. Mm-hmm.
1: Rainbows and butterflies.
0: Also, the money. Like, I don't, I don't believe in to making people feel guilty about what they choose to spend, but respect that people have chose to invest in a day that is supposed to be. Happy for them. Let them do what they want to do. Mind the business that pays you. Ooh. Cause clearly I'm not paying you. Ooh. But so mind your business that pays. Do you have any predictions for my wedding? I wanna I, I wanna get into like a happy mood about it. So
1: predictions? I yeah. I I predict that the ceremony is gonna be very emotional. Ooh. And that there will be crying. Ooh. Because I cried when um Jamar proposed to you. Ooh. Because he got up and made his little speech at church, you know, that those whole two hours I was sitting behind you and you didn't see me.
0: You know, we don't have to re- <laughs> We don't have to revisit the trauma. So I predict that
1: your wedding will become emotional. I think it is going to be fun. I think it's going to bring everybody together. And I feel like it. it, it really will be, this is going to sound so corny, a moment of togetherness and love.
0: Love. Like, and I don't foresee
1: any fuckery happening because if any fuckery happens, Y'all might as well go ahead and get my bail money ready.
0: No, no, ma'am. No bail money.
1: I will not have it. I won't have it. Alamek. So you in Baku now? Alamek. We
0: will not have it all. Till...
1: <laughs> no, but I, I really think your wedding will be lovely and intimate.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Those are my predictions.
0: Okay. Any predictions for the reception?
1: Lovely and lit.
0: <laughs> oh lovely and lit. Mm. that sounds yummy <laughs> and I feel
1: like my stomach will be full with food I can't wait to eat yes lots of shrimp and grits yes ma'am I will probably pass out um very early from exhaustion because weddings are um the day of even if you're just attending it's exhausting
0: so I'm assuming you won't be attending the after party <laughs>
1: listen I heard about the after party I may see y'all I'll see y'all at a later date we'll do brunch the next day we're gonna do brunch people are talking about after parties like they they're not like 30 plus and taking naps but I'm sleep though and I mean all of your wedding party you know we get tired we're old oh Mm. I'll be very surprised if an after party happens
0: Uh, apparently the plan is to go out in wedding attire oh (laughs) go out Oh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't know none of my business. We were told to just show up if we felt like it. Oh wow, mm-hmm. yeah, girl. But I predict that I, I, I'm hoping, and I'm. I feel like if I say it out loud, and I read my horoscope and it says, "Speak your wildest dreams and desires into existence and watch them come to fruition." I'm hoping that. There is going to be a last minute shift and things are really just going to fall into place. That's truly my... I've been plan. saying that since you got engaged. That is true. But you know I'm hard-headed. So there's that. I know. I know. So there's that. Um, I'm really hoping that I have... I really want a really fun weekend for my bachelorette weekend. I really want that. Mm-hmm. Um... I want a I want good food. I want laughs. I want strong drinks. So yeah. Um there's that's that what I want for my bachelorette weekend. I want Jamar to have a safe bachelor turn-up. Um, if any of the talking animals are listening, if I find out y'all ate it and abetted in any fuckery, I'll slit all of your throats and I will mail them to your wives. So there's that. Um and that goes for you single niggas too. Fuck y'all. I'll stab y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm hoping rehearsal dinner will be. Number one, I really want my parents to be cool because my parents keep asking. My parents have been really nice to this experience and they've been very not charitable, but they've been so supportive. They've asked, you know, what do you need from XYZ? What do you need for this? What do you need for that? And they've given freely and cheerfully. So I want them to realize that they have done everything they could possibly do. And that now it is time for them to enjoy themselves. So I really want my family, like my mom and my dad and my aunts. And I want Jamar's parents and his family. I want everyone to really just sit back and enjoy the process. And I don't want to trip in my wedding dress. Can y'all pray that I don't trip walking down the aisle? Because... I'm not we'll speak go. it into existence no tripping um i already know i'm gonna cry because it's just a heavy day for me i didn't think that would happen point i'll be honest weddings well marriage was not on my radar i thought i'll be that person who was married to her job and eventually ended up adopting a kid and being a single mom and that was gonna be okay with me but god had other plans so i'll probably cry I hope that I do not ruin Misha Janae's makeup that she does on me because I feel like she's going to be mad. And I really <laughs> hope that I can cut the fuck up at this reception. Net. I hope my parents adhere to my instructions to leave when the cheesecake is cut because I do not want my mom to see me practicing for baby lambkin. Oh, okay. Boom, mic
1: drop one last thing before we depart this is our 20th episode of on the rocks
0: oh my god we're 20
1: we're 20
0: so that means i so I have an idea yes <laughs> so for our 21st episode we should like be together to record it and we should get like oh
1: god <laughs>
0: Really shit face I know I said we can't drink anymore on this podcast, but I feel like
1: uh you already said that we are not allowed to get shit faced and record anymore. But so. that's the
0: thing. I'm rescinding I'm, I'm repealing <laughs> the act of reneging. <laughs> I'm re I'm re-nigging like the space, the nigger poker table. I'm re okay. I say we do it in honor of the twenty one. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying it's maybe amazing. we can record during your bachelorette party. See I, I was gonna say that but I feel like if someone hears me say that they might say I stole that idea from them well ooh,
1: I gave somebody else that idea but you know we just gonna wrap up the show right now okay. be
0: thanks everyone <laughs> thanks to all eight of you for listening
1: we love our listeners thank you for sticking with us throughout 20 episodes yes Thank you for sticking
0: with our foolishness because we've been cutting the fuck up for 20 episodes.
1: We have been cutting the fuck up. We sorry.
0: We're not sorry. What the fuck are
1: you talking about? You know we ain't sorry. Hashtag not sorry. I'm not sorry! But um, follow us on Instagram at O-T-R-P-O-D. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at K-D-A-S-H-D-I-O-R and Ash can be found at
0: Ash Marie. Oh my god, it's not gonna be Ash Tay Marie anymore.
1: Oh my gosh, she's gonna have to change her whole brand, y'all. Fuck that. I I worked hard for that brand. Ash Lamp. Well righty, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have a great night and we will see y'all next time for our 21st episode. Woo! Bye. Bye.